I am. I am. I am swinging from a seven-story window, throwing parties in a ten by seven cell. It's a standing the legs I'll go to convince the whole damn world I don't need anybody's help. Yeah, I am waving while I drown. Don't bother swimming out to save me. I will only drag you down. I'll try to use your body as a life raft. 'Cause if there's room enough for one, there must be room enough for two. I'll sail the good ship you into the sunset, sipping on savory water till my liver turns blue. Put down your pens, put down your pencils, put step away from the keyboards and get ready for this week's episode of Writer's Block. Thank you to Muddied Waters Media for allowing me to do this show. And thanks to Don and Sally Wright for giving birth to me. You gave a gift to the world that day. Um, also, remember, you can follow us online at muddiedwatersoffreedom.com, on, on Facebook at facebook.com slash muddiedwatersoffreedom, on Twitter at muddied underscore waters, or at muddiedwatersoffreedom on Instagram where we have been just blowing it up with wonderful memes for you to steal and share, as I've seen many of you doing already. So thank you for that. Um, I would like, I am going to thank Low Tide in just a second, but I want to introduce our guests because I have people in the studio. Uh, and our guests are Miles Manis and Nate, I forgot your last name, Fosnes. <laughs> and Nate Fosnes uh, here from Operation Regroup who are regulars at Low Tide Cabot Bar. So thanks to Low Tide and thanks to Justin. Cheers. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for no. having us. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys, uh, you guys started an organization called Operation Regroup, which... I've been helping out with whenever I can, whenever I've got the free time. And it's personally, in my mind, it's an excellent organization. And I've been excited to get you guys on the show in order to give you an opportunity to tell people about it. Um, but before we get into Operation Regroup, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves, your backgrounds, your histories, so that way the people who either watch or listen to this 
can kind of get an understanding of what it is you're trying to do. Okay. You want to go, Nate, first thing? Uh, thanks again. Uh, my name is Nate Fosnes. Um, I moved down here from uh, Seattle, Washington about seven years ago. Uh, prior to that, I was in the U.S. Navy. Did a few tours, eight years uh, all over the world. Uh, started as an electrician and went to the dive program. Uh, as soon as I got out of the dive program, I um, didn't dive for a couple years, and I moved on to Thailand where... I meditated and picked up Muay Thai, and um, I got my head right, and I got back into diving while I was over there. So in an intermediate, I had, I had to leave Thailand, so I went back home to Seattle, not knowing what I wanted to do, and uh, just actually just drove to Florida and driving down here. I think that's how most people actually get to Florida. Yeah. They're like, I don't know Pretty what much. to do. Yeah, I'm just gonna drive palm before. trees and a beach or something. Never in my life where I thought I'd move here. It was uh, especially coming from the West Coast. I didn't know what I was gonna get in, you know, into. People are way different down here. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a little glass box like called Seattle. You kind of come into some real different types of culture down here. But uh, worked at a few dive shops and uh, live on Madeira Beach, and there wasn't any dive shops to go to on the beach. So I thought that was odd. I. Uh, just opened one, and uh, it's been pretty successful. Nice. Yeah. So we uh, teach scuba. Um, I met Miles in Operation Regroup a couple years ago um, through an event we threw called Mad Beach Block Party. It's a two-day reggae festival, and um, I needed uh, some nonprofits to donate some of the proceeds to, and uh, we hit it off really well. And um, I actually started just really helping and going forward with helping Operation Regroup with the marketing side. And uh, we just became really close friends and just moving forward with that. Excellent. Yeah, yeah very cool. Um, so I actually didn't know that you weren't part of the initial Operation Regroup. Um, so I also didn't know when Operation Regroup got started, apparently, because if you met them a few years ago, nah. I, I thought it was a... Uh, it's been I, just a little over a year now. Is it? That, since we met. Okay. Um, I, I was thinking well, it had been just about like a year or so since you guys had started. When when we met, we were actually just getting started. So he's been with us since, gotcha, I'd from, say, the, pretty much the beginning. Yeah. Not official, yeah. but official. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right, right. And he's helped us out a lot more than marketing. Every time I've needed him, he's just been right there. Right. So he's been yeah. Hand man. Um. So, you came up with the idea for Operation Reader, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so, how about giving the viewers a little bit of a background on how you came up with this idea? And, um, then, we'll, and then we'll go into what okay. Operation Regroup actually is. Okay. Uh, I was in a VA program for PTSD uh, inpatient. And um, we would do these group therapies and individual therapies and... Once a week, we get to do a recreational outing, and that's when we'd all get together and go do something outdoors recreational, and that's when I saw, like, camaraderie coming back, people were laughing and having fun, having the most fun, It'd be something we talked about and looked forward to each week. So I was like, why don't we, we're going to need something when we get out of here, and other guys in the future coming out, why don't we come up with a program that we do more recreational art therapy, music therapy too. Uh, you know, try to have something for everyone, but 
you know, something we can do as a team as well. Right. So that's kind of where it's spun up from there. And I, I don't know how many of uh, I don't know how many of the viewers at home or in their cars or wherever they are when they're mm-hmm. watching or listening to this. Uh, I don't know how many of them know it, but what are and I hate bringing this stuff up, but what are the stats a day on veterans who are uh, taking their own lives? Yes, yeah, 22, 22 veterans a day kill themselves. Twenty two so veterans, almost a day. one every hour. Right, um, and I know that one of the main reasons for Operation Regroup is to get that number dropped. Yes, we yes. want to lower that um, number. Obviously, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. it's and, unacceptable. Yeah, one hundred percent unacceptable, and I do one hundred percent agree with that. Um, so let's talk a little bit about Operation Regroup. Um, you're a 501c3. That's right. You got that about we're, a year ago? We're approved for the state. We're still waiting okay. for our, which usually takes six to eight months to get our IRS. But, you know, we're able to receive donations and do fundraising. Excellent. Okay. Um, so I know that... One of the missions of Operation Regroup is, or one of the slogans, I guess, would be a better way to put it, yeah. is Veterans Empowering Youth. Yes, uh, we're also looking to do uh, mentor at-risk youth in these recreational outings. Uh, one, I think it gives the vet a little bit higher purpose, keeps the vet accountable. And obviously the youth today just needs, a lot of youth don't have male role models. I mean, you take uh, every one of these school shootings one thing every one of them has in common is none of them have a male role model. Right. Or a male, a positive male figure. Right. And right, which is something that I've brought up uh, on a couple of times on, not on the writer's block, but on Muddy Waters yeah, of Freedom. Um, we've talked about how the people who have school shootings typically, I think it's like 98%, I, I can't remember the number off the top of my yeah. head. Uh, don't have a positive male father figure in their life. And while I am for, you know, people living whichever life that makes them happy at the same sure. time, I think that there is guidance that needs Absolutely. to be given to, uh, to our children. Um, I agree. So, so you're a group of veterans, you go out and you team up with under, underprivileged youth or troubled yeah, or uh it's case, depends on the case um we just like to say at risk youth okay at but, risk uh, right. you know i wasn't really sure the most phrasing youth on it. Seems, seems to be at, at risk these days right um, yeah some of the cool things is just um like a, uh, yeah. <laughs> some of the cool things that we are doing is taking just just we're at infant stages we're taking the youth some of these kids out mentees out to these barrier islands and we're building teepees show them how to build a fire show them how to pitch a tent correctly, you know, just some simple skills that we might take for granted that maybe their parents didn't teach. And these kids are just bragging about their time that they've had with us. Yeah. That's cool. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, That's very cool. Go ahead. Yeah. We've done some uh, workshops where we're building stuff and, you know, teach them how to run a drill, bang a hammer out. Um, one, One kid in particular I've been working with for about a year now, uh, every time I go into school, his teachers tell me how what a tremendous difference there was in him. Nice. So he was getting real close to being kicked out of his, like I think his second or third school, and just did a 180. His progress notes went up from like 60 to 95 within three or four months. 
That's that was very rewarding for us to see, no, absolutely. like, okay. Because you don't ever know if you're really making that difference. And the teacher would tell me, like, yeah, he brags about you guys and getting to hang out with you guys. He's always stoked on the days he gets to go. No, that's very cool. So it's like, okay. It takes him away you know, from we are video doing game playing and, you know, yeah. just, you know. Get some, get get some outside. outside. Yeah, yeah, get exactly. some outside and get mm-hmm. some using yeah. their mind in a different way than just using the thumbs yeah, exactly. to. Exactly. That's our biggest stuff. thing. Just get them off the outside and off the video games. Right. Yeah. Now, you, I don't know if you still have this partnership. You may still have this partnership, but you were working with another nonprofit in Gulfport. I don't know if they're still there, which is the only reason. Uh, project Free. Yeah, that's the yes. Uh, we did a joint project together. Right, you did the um, canoe thing. Yes, we did the canoe thing. And I like, have to give them most of the credit. Okay, um, they were more, a lot more artistic than any of us vets, so um, they did all the cool stuff. Uh, me, we were more finger painting. Right, but you know, we were still getting we were still getting engaged in right. The, the purpose of it was getting, it, it was done. You know, it was, we we made that happen. And uh, so the day before I left for Alaska, okay, I think it was I the think day I made you come over. You did, something. yeah, yeah. You made me come over and paint yeah. the canoe. Uh, I was yeah. like rushing all around trying to get all the crap uh-huh. done that I needed to get done for Alaska. <laughs> I didn't you, realize that. And you saw me at low tide, and uh, you just kind of looked at me and said, "Come on over, let's let's go paint some." I was like, "Man, I got and you know, no, no." You gotta get your mind off things. Come on over, yeah, and I went over I there tell for you like. I was stressing that day too. I remember that. I went over for like an hour and painted poorly on this canoe. <laughs> <laughs> I was just kind of like, okay, let's just dab uh-huh. paint here. I don't really know what I'm doing, but it, I mean, it worked. Like, yeah. it definitely calmed me down. And right. by mm-hmm. you know, after that one hour, I was just like, same okay. here. I'm not an artist at all, but I was out there doodling and it was a, thing that a cool just engaged. Thing. They uh, he left the canoe out with a bunch of paint and you know brushes and things and people just come over and just start painting some and it's actually looks pretty sweet i think uh, there's there's a business down at the bottom of gulfport that actually offered them quite a bit of money yeah i think omaddy's was oh i think the owner of omaddy's was trying to buy it i just wasn't around right Yeah. yeah so if you're if you're ever in gulfport florida you're very close to where low tide is and also to where operation regroups kind of headquarters is, I guess. Yeah, well, we got of our warehouse and office we right. work out of. But, but if you're um, driving down one of the main roads, you'll see this huge teepee. <laughs> yeah. Just, That's our vendor tent. Right, uh, the vendor tent that is a teepee that they set up. And uh, you, you won't miss it. But I was the day that you were making that, I was like, I was walking. Because at the time, my house was rented. So I was staying at somebody else's house, and I was walking when you were putting that thing together. And it was like a hundred degrees outside. You had stain all over you. Yeah, that was a mess. I made a huge mess. Uh, but I mean, that tent like just draws people to it. It does. People love it. Yeah, um, it's been. Every I, I was sitting on my porch. People don't see me on my porch for some reason. It's kind of odd. And I'll just see them and I'll hear what they're saying. And sometimes I'll go engage them, like if I think they're really interested. If there's some kids out there. One thing I like about Gulfport is we have this giant teepee sitting out on the sidewalk, and no one shuts it down. So it's kind of cool. It actually yeah, right. gives we a got little bit of but, life to nothing but love and yeah. support since we got to Gulfport. Right. I mean, just one thing after the next. It's been great. Yeah, Gulfport's a like I've been living here for five years since I left yeah. Tennessee, and uh, I've, with the exception of one incident that I had. Like I have zero complaints, and even that incident ended up in my favor. So, great. Even in that case, I can't really complain because 
I won. Funny story with that TP. Um, the first time we set it up was at Madeira Block Party, the one he put together. Because um, I wanted to do something different. I didn't like, I was like, this is our first big thing. I was like, I don't want to show up with the generic Walmart pop-up tent and look like every other vendor out there. So I was brainstorming for about a week, and uh, I've always liked cutting down bamboo and doing things with it. And it just hit me. I was like, I'll do a TP. And it worked out. People loved it. Like, no doubt we had the coolest vending tent. Everyone oh, yeah. told us that. But after that, we started getting requests. Hey, we want your teepee. We want your teepee. So we trademarked ourselves. Now, everywhere we go, we have to carry this 25-foot worth of bamboo, <laughs> load it up, <laughs> spread it out. It's, it's, it takes a minute to set this up, you know. Right. It, it took you a while. And I, I, can't, I can't retreat back to the pop-up now. i got to do the teepee. Right. You always time. have to do the teepee uh, now. Once you start giving something, you yeah, can't take exactly. it away from uh-huh. them. Um, so you guys have been involved in a bunch of events so far. You were in uh, Block Party. You were in uh, the... Gecko Fest. Gecko Fest. What was it? King of the Beach. King of the Beach is massive. It's the largest fishing challenge pretty much in the whole United States. People from all over come over here, and it's a nonprofit as well. Uh, Old Salt's. A big shout out to them. They uh, give a majority of all their proceeds to uh, yeah, Moffitt career. and some cancer research. is is really good. And they, op- they had open arms brought in Miles yeah, and Operation Regroup um, and donated all of the funds that were uh, they. Uh, there was a raffle for a bunch of uh, fishing poles for kids. They gave all the money right right to yeah, Operation Ameri- Regroup. American Legion was part of that yeah. too. Oh, that's um, very that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that, like, I knew King of the Beach was, like, the largest uh, fishing competition yeah. in the world, or whatever, um, but I didn't know that it was a non-profit. A complete non-profit. Yeah, yeah and I, I just thought it was something that Madeira Beach did to mm-hmm. kind of bolster yeah. uh, community and tourism, yeah. so that's a, that's actually very cool to hear as well. Yeah, we're looking, um, looking forward to working with those guys more. Actually, November, the weekend of... November 10th and 11th. Yeah, 10th and 11th. They'll be set up again there in Madeira. Yeah. So we plan to be there. Excellent. Very cool. Looking forward to that. Um, So as far as, like I know, so you've got King of the Beach coming, Gecko Fest, which was amazing. Yeah. I actually. That's probably one of the funniest festivals we've done. If you've been watching, if you've been paying attention to the Muddy Waters channel for a while, uh, you may have seen a pop-up live video that I did with Miles from Gecko Fest uh, teasing this episode, uh, which I was finally glad to get him into the studio. Our schedules, even though people don't think we do a lot, our schedules have not seemed to match up in a long time. Um, so it's great to finally That's get him. That's the truth. Yeah. I'm trying to do this for two months or three months. I think, yeah, yeah longer. Maybe longer. Yeah. I think it was before I left for Alaska was when we first yeah, started uh, talking about okay. it. Um, so yeah, I'm finally glad to get you in, get you in, but that was, a, that was a fun day. Like it was a hot day it was. and it was a long day, but it was, it was a lot of fun. We had that kid who he's a kid, so I'm not going to say his name, but he was there in his, uh, battle drill yeah, uh, yeah. in his, uh, first cla- class, really class A's uh-huh. and he's out there in his class A's. He was like 16, 15. I don't know how old he was and just collecting money. That kid was amazing. Yeah. He was my rock star for yeah, that Yeah. He was that guy, he was out there working it. Yeah. And um, it seemed like even in a community as liberal as Gulfport and the people 
who are coming to Gecko Fest are going to be kind of more, in my mind anyway, probably more on the liberal side yeah, you would think. of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were all really open to it, and all of them were very charismatic and kind of happy to see that we were doing this. Yeah, I got a lot of good feedback. Um, and people saw my tent up for the last two or three months. So right. They already kind of, a lot of people knew who we were. Uh, we had a great turnout. I think everybody had a blast there. Yeah. It's always stressful for me that, you know, the week before getting everything together, together and making sure all the people were there in the right place. And we also were receiving a grant from um, the GMA, Gulfport Merchant Association. So Very cool. There's a lot of pressure on me to have all my guys in the right place and do the right thing. Right. Um, volunteering uh, and doing different work. So as far as... Um Different. You said that you take them out on different retreats mm-hmm. and things like that. What sort of retreats are we talking about? Uh, I guess our most recent one was we did a dive retreat with uh, Nate here, dive shop, a couple other vets there too. Uh, we're going to do a lot of camping, ha- hiking, canoe, uh, about any outdoor activity you can imagine in the state of Florida that you can, you know, do. I guess I could tell you what the diving side of the, the reason why I gravitated towards Operation Regroup. Uh, there's a few dive shops in Florida that are complete vet owned, and you can use a whole GI Bill to when you when you get out, right. you use the GI Bill to go from open water to an instructor. So it gives these vets a purpose. But also the PTSD, um, what diving actually does, it's therapeutic. Um, when you go underwater, you're under pressure, your body is uh, almost being attacked and you have all these endorphins that are firing. So when you get back up, you feel like you feel like amazing, like you accomplished something. So your dog could die, you lose your girlfriend, all these horrible things could happen in your life. And the only thing you can think of is what's going on in front of you. And so this therapeutic side of putting even if they're not certified, certified in these vets or get them into free diving and actually put them in the water so they can actually feel that you know, endorphin fire. Like the, 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 you know, it's just, it's amazing. Yeah, it is. It's really amazing. It is. It totally so, takes your mind off everything yeah. when you're underwater. That yeah, was a, it was a really good retreat. And we went over there and cleared mile, miles mind. There's a couple yeah. other vets that, you know, they were newbies and it was just like, they just won't stop asking me on the next one it's going to be so and what's the name of your dive shop it's called infinite descent infinite descent in madeira beach in madeira beach so uh but i think both of y'all know this i know miles does i'm pretty sure you do but i've been a swimmer since i was six um, basically my whole life and i learned a long time ago that when you're submerged in water uh your body has a natural reaction to automatically raise your heart rate i think 30 percent i'm not oh, i didn't realize that and so one you're working energy mm-hmm. faster you're working energy faster the blood's moving faster it actually helps you think better because it's just a natural reaction okay. to after years of evolution it's a net it's just all natural happening inside of you because it's meant to, if you're submerged underwater, you need to figure out how to get out, usually. Yeah, it's called the Super mammalian mode. reflex. That's what we have. Okay. All right. It's a yeah. thing. Yeah. It's a thing. <laughs> and it's a really, it's a, it's a free divers. We have these free divers, no tanks, uh, basically doing proper breathe-ups at the surface, and they, they get the right amount of oxygen and releasing the right amount of CO2. So when they, they're basically can hold their breath, some of these guys up to 10 minutes. So it's 
that's it's it's, it's, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, it's really impressive. Yeah, that's that's after amazing. one weekend. So I've had a couple guys come through and said I can only hold my breath for like forty five seconds. I was like, I guarantee you, I get a three minute breath hold out of one weekend. It's just doing the correct breathe ups, not hyperventilating, um, and it's just they're just. I mean, their eyes are huge, and I was like, no way, and then they do it, and it's, they're, they're diving down to 80 feet of water and holding their breath for yeah. three minutes. So, Confidence yeah. builder, too. Oh, yeah. You know, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Go to work for. yeah when, I, when I first learned about the, the mammalian reflex. Yeah, mammalian reflex. Ma- okay. Yeah. So when I first learned about the mammalian reflex, I was, I was thinking, that doesn't make any sense, you know, because I, I, I was a quick swimmer, you know, at the time. But then I kind of transitioned into more of a distance swimmer. Okay. And, endurance. Yeah, into the endurance side. And I started to notice it more and more because the longer you go. So when I'm swimming in a pool, uh, if I finish out of 50, no. If I finish out of 100, I always ask myself, can I do one more 50, but I only end on hundreds? And then I found out that at the end of every 100, I could always muster up enough energy for one more 50, which meant I had to do another hundred. Uh And that was how I eventually got to swimming like 3000, 4,000 yards at a time. Um, So like diving's always been something I've wanted to do. Never gotten around to doing it. We got to make that happen. Yeah. hundred percent. I'm totally done. That's happening. Um, So you guys got a couple of events. We kind of talked about a couple uh, King of the beach. We talked about that's right. Um, The veterans run. I don't know anything about that one. Uh, Neo Endurance is sponsoring us. They do, I guess they do a run every year on Veterans Day. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook. I'll, I think I just posted it again today, but I po- try to post it every other week or so until the event happens. Give everybody an opportunity to see it. It's a 5K? I think it's 3K, 5K, and 10K. Okay. okay. Uh, it's a fundraiser. Uh, it's Neo Endurance is put on by another vet, uh, awesome guy. I think he's a Marine. We won't run it against him. Um, looking forward to that, and you know, it's talking about all this activity, physical activity. It's it's proven that exercise is the best thing for depression. Hundred percent. I mean, they I think they even did a testing at Zoloft, and it, it blew it out of the water. Um, so you know, you got to get out there and get off your ass and, and get moving. Yeah. Get the blood flowing. It's too easy to isolate. A lot of vets want to isolate. They want to sit on that bar stool all day and drink their sorrows away, and that just makes things worse. Hundred percent. I spent yeah. I spent a large portion of my life doing that. I, so I had, I had a good run myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I recently, in the last year, uh, discovered kava and kratom. That's uh, new to me. I, I rarely, very rarely drink. And uh, if I do, Miles kicks my ass and gets, yeah. gets me out of the bar. And vice versa. But uh, yeah, it's it's actually been it's been humbling actually having this. Uh, new product in my life oh yeah when i when i first discovered it when i first discovered kava and kratom i was i was a heavy 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 drinker like i was pretty much reaching the i was at the peak like not only was i at the peak but i was like rounding it where i realized i was making massive mistakes with my life and my first thought was i don't want that hippie crap yeah (laughs) You want me to go hang out at the bar where they're spinning vets, fire? And... Vets are like that. <laughs> <laughs> they're playing with hula hoops and crap like that. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna do that. Um, and then I, uh, when I finally decided that I needed to stop drinking, uh, it was actually on a bet. Somebody said that they didn't think I could go a month without drinking, and I was like, okay. "I'll win that bet." 
I'm going to go hang out at that hippie bar. Yeah. And then yeah. after that first month, I, I felt better. I had more energy. I was I had lost a ton of weight. Yeah, and I imagine. Just, yeah, like a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking, maybe maybe this is the right way to go about things yeah. now. It's a crazy community. It just came out of nowhere for me. It just, yeah. It's just it's not known. Like everybody goes to a bar, gets your shots after work. I just go to a Kava bar. You know, there's just a whole variance of different types of people that go in there. Majority hippies, but you know, it's, it's all good. great. You know, uh, I mean, you to... do get you do get a wide range of people. Like no, that's for sure. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's definitely like you you get your veterans. You know, like yeah, it keeps keeps it interesting though. Right. Uh, you have your veterans. You you have your hippies. You have your SJWs. You you've got uh, your business professionals. Yeah. You've got so each each cover bar's got its own little scene too. That's true. It's yeah. Cool about it. It's I think every, I think pretty much everybody does yoga though. It seems like everybody. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's another thing with that. So I'd make fun of it, and I try to get them into it. Did it really it's, start it's in dates. St. Peter? I mean, it's, no. it's just I mean, because I'm from Seattle, Washington, and what a forward-thinking state up there. You know, marijuana is legal, and uh, there's yeah. everything. It's just like I said, forward-thinking. But there's not a single kava bar, and yeah. I go up there, I can't find it. Down St. Pete, you. Like Starbucks, or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we we have more kava bars than Starbucks in yeah, St. Pete. Yeah. Yeah. We are the capital. Uh, we, we're also Texas. We no, we're the cat. We're the we're not where it began, but we had the most kava bars per capita. Okay, I knew it was something like that. Um, where it began was in. I am blanking on where that is. Boca Raton. In Boca Raton, Florida. Someone uh, discovered it and then moved well, it to Florida. 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 Yeah, so, I mean, Hawaii, like, it started in Fiji and Vanuatu, obviously. Yeah. And then um, Hawaii can grow it, so they had kava yeah, bars that's there. The first place I tried And it. then Jeff Bowman uh, brought it to Florida. Okay. And that was the first kava bar opened in the continental United States. That was in Boca? Yeah, it was in Boca. Okay. And it grew from there. And he opened up a kava bar here in St. Pete. And from that one spun off low tide and then Mad Hatter's open and Muddy Water, so then so Grassroots. Forth. And I could probably name all of them if I, I tried. But yeah. Well, actually, um, I don't think I can name all of them now. I haven't even been to all of them. Yeah, when I, when I was in the... just opened up oh, Ohana. Ohana. Ohana, yeah. 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 Ohana That's a good one. Yeah. Um, when I first started going to Cabo Bar, I started bringing more and more vets over. Um, they were all skeptical of it first, but these are guys getting off alcohol, opiates. You know, I'd come in with a dozen, dozen of them, right? And uh, they all loved it, and it was great. It was a cool, uh, sober atmosphere. Um, you know, it's just a totally different scene than any bar life. You know, never. I don't think I've ever seen a fight, a fist fight, in a couple bar where you're bound to see one at least every other night. They just need to bring the bar. price down. <laughs> I mean, if people are willing to pay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's definitely helped out a lot of my vet vet friends, you know. I, you know, knowing, coming from a heavy, heavy drinking background, uh, when I moved down here to Florida, that it only got worse when I got here. Because I, when I left Tennessee, part of the reason was I was drinking too much, and yeah, I figured well, Nashville's a drinking. State. Oh yeah, it's yeah, Florida's a, a drinking state. Yeah, <laughs> Na- Nashville's a drink, drinking town with the music problem. Day drinkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I yeah when I came down here, I was like, okay, I'm going to cut back on my drinking, kind of get everything settled. But I didn't have a job when I got here, which meant day drinking, which uh-huh. that just turned into a lot more drinking, which turned into more problems. And that works. 
So now I see people from the bars that I used to hang out at. Now they're coming to the Kava bars, <clears throat> and I'm starting to see them there. And uh, they're saying stuff like, "Man, I wish I'd, I wish I had done this earlier, earlier because yeah. this has actually been a huge help." Absolutely. Um, and you know, I credit Low Tide <laughs> a lot to that. Also, it really helped out that in my first—I think it was in my first week there—I was working on a campaign for a guy running for office here in Florida, and somebody wanted us to write an article on Kava and Kratom. And I said, well, I just started hanging out at this place. So I was interviewing one of the bartenders about stuff while I was hanging out. And I credited Low Tide. And I credited Low Tide and I credited the bartenders that helped me out with the article. And I was like, this is where I got the information from. If you have more questions, come to Low Tide, ask them, they can help you. And uh, because of that, I didn't have to pay for a week. Which, you know, you know how expensive this yeah. stuff is. That was a huge oh, yeah. help. Big. Yeah, yeah. especially for drinking it every day. Yeah, so uh, that that pretty much sealed it for me on, yeah, this is, I love this bar. This bar, yeah. this is a great well, bar. The staff there is great. Oh, yeah, staff is, staff there is fantastic. Sean's great. I mean, yeah, really, let's not go, let's not go too yeah, far, giving Sean too much credit. Um, I was going to say is like, enough. you know, how many intelligent conversations do you have in a regular bar compared to a gava bar? I mean, right. sure. yeah, and you actually I feel know. like there's more connections when you're going out and yeah. you're letting your you're, you let your hair down after work and you're sitting and you actually have some seriously good conversations. Right. Yeah, and you actually go do the stuff you're talking about the next day. Yeah. Versus you know you get drunk you talk about remember all this stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I've got a lot of uh, plans that I made when I was drunk that never came to yeah, fruition. Yeah, no, you're completely so hungover the next day. You, don't want to do shit. Don't even care. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I do. I, I got to throw it up to bars like uh, Grassroots and Low Tide because, one, they sponsor us, sort of. Okay. Unofficially, Ken, if you're watching, unofficially sponsor us. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, they, they do a lot of good work for the community. Absolutely. And they do really fantastic stuff. Like Low Tide, I think from the first year that they were open, it may be from the second year. I'm not 100% sure I wasn't there at the time. Uh, they were doing the charity ball where uh, they have this gala in December. So every like, thank God it's in December because you can dress up and not hate yeah. your life here in this Florida. This is grassroots or low tide? Low tide. Okay, yeah. Um, and they were raising money for a organization called Hannah's Homeless, uh, which is no longer around. But they raised a ton of money for Hannah's Homeless over these years. And each year I watched as that donation amount grew more and more, which was just absolutely amazing. And I know that this year, because Hannah's Homeless isn't around, they have decided to donate to you. That's what I've been told. We're looking forward to that. <laughs> I have said that on like four different podcasts now. So if that's not the plan, Sean better do it yeah, anyway. He's got <laughs> to do it now. Um which is absolutely amazing for you guys, and you got to give Sean. Yeah, excited. yeah, you got to give Sean and Low Tide and everybody there a lot of credit for. Yeah, that's already our community kind of to begin with. Uh, we got nothing but support from these guys. So they uh, they're telling me that's going to be the biggest one they've done yet. And yeah, we plan to help them make that happen as well. So. Excellent. Another nonprofit you work with, uh, Birds of Prey. You gotta give those guys uh, credit yeah, too. Yeah, the Narrows. They always come out. Uh, birds of Prey. They allow vets to come out and hold these birds of prey and take them on walks. Um, it's it's the bird can read your anxiety levels. You kind of tell where you're at. So it's it's kind of 
therapy in itself. The mic um, can read your volume. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but it's therapy in your in itself getting to hold these magni- magnificent birds. Um, it's just like if, if you start to get, if your heart rate starts to get up, then they get all uncomfortable. So you're kind of forced to kind of think about keeping your heart rate down and keeping your anxiety down. Really? And then the birds will be calm. It's, really it's something about holding this eagle to get, rip your face off and he's like yeah. just chilling on you, totally <laughs> feeding off your energy. And you're like, uh, that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it is. But uh, yeah. The guy that runs it's old school Vietnam vet, uh, Patrick. Awesome dude. Nice. Always happy to have any yeah. vets out there. Oh yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I totally forgot where I was going to go. I, yeah, I didn't know you were working with a different nonprofit. Yeah, I take uh, Veterans Veterans Art Center, of Tampa Bay, working with those guys too. Okay, an amazing art gallery. We get a lot of guys tuned into art therapy specifically. Very cool. Hey, everybody works. We're all working together trying to create the same, same mission. Out, yeah outcome mission, right. and it's really working so i have some ideas we didn't think about and then same you know vice versa so it's like yeah it's great it's great no it's i mean what what you guys are doing personally like when because when i first met you like i just met you mm. what uh two three months ago yeah not long ago uh i think right when i got back from alaska mm-hmm. um right. But when I when I first met you, I didn't know anything about Operation Regroup or you really. I don't think too many people did. No. It was just coming out. No, I, I just knew you as the other Baron. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then and then I've gotten to know you, and uh, you started telling me about Operation Re- Regroup, and personally, I think it's a fantastic or it's a fantastic organization. It also understands that the VA is inept um, Mm. in many ways Uh, and you're trying to help people one traverse the VA so that way they can get through it as quickly as possible to the points that they need to get to to get the help that they need and then afterwards you still want to stay with them to make sure that they're doing okay and the part where you're staying with them afterwards without really asking for taxpayer money or anything like that you're doing it mainly by private donation yeah, i believe it's been, been out of my pocket so far <laughs> <laughs> none of these grants none, none of, of us are getting paid yet, no, so no none of us no, are taking a dime we're putting it back in straight into it yeah no questions asked operating but, and actually doing these retreats right. and it's yeah and it's 100 and the way for that, the, the program and yeah all of that ties into the fact that the way that you guys have been running it has just it's been great to see somebody actually care about something that deeply and truly care about veterans. Cause a lot of people say that they care about veterans, but you know that they don't, they're no. out there trying to get a name for themselves or whatever. Exactly. And I know that you guys genuinely care and are trying to make a difference and it's completely respectable. Um, and operation regroup, I wouldn't help you out if I didn't believe in it. Like I know I don't help you out as much as well, other people, but mm-hmm. but we appreciate yeah anything, no, I mean, anything you can do, and you know over over the course of the past couple of months, uh, you know it's been one of my favorite projects to work on. Yeah, like if it's an that. operation regroup oh, event, so I kind of get that. excited about it. The only thing I enjoy doing more is actually this show. Yeah, everything yeah. else I'm just kind of like yeah, I'll do yeah, it. Just, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, where can people where can people find uh, you, 
uh, on Facebook or your, yeah. your dive shop? So the Infinite Descent, we have a Facebook page. We also have an Instagram. We're actually located on Madeira Beach. Um, let's see, on Madeira Way, there's next to a post office. It, we're very easy to find. It's a huge letter, dive shop, Infinite Descent. Uh, we're the only shop on the beach on the whole west coast of Florida. Don't know why. Doesn't make any sense, but I'm glad we are at this point. Um, yeah, we, uh, we're involved with not just the dive shop, nonprofits. We also uh, throw the Mad Beach Block Party and bring in the whole community. Um, reason being when we do the Mad Beach Block Party is the months of January, February, majority of the businesses that are surrounding me are uh, kind of slow, failing, just because there's no tours down here. So we throw this big event. Uh, we both pull in vendors and they can uh, make some um, some money during the, the hard time so uh, it's just a big boost excellent yeah. and if you want to pitch if you want to yeah, pitch everything uh, that you just talked about do it do it now and i'll also just so you both know i'll also link everything in the show notes okay. so that way the Great. people who don't make it to the 40th minute they okay. <laughs> they can just click the links to the different stuff so uh, I just wanted to say our long-term goal is to, we're going to get our own land and get our own self-sustainable retreat and have a residential program for vets, uh, making that transitional back and have some skill building on top of all the recreational stuff. Um, also in the summertime, we would like to host some type of summer camps for at-risk youth or maybe just kids that can't afford it. Nice. And have, you know, mostly vets running it and being in charge of it. This gives them that higher purpose that <clears throat> a lot of them are looking for. Very cool. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram, Operation Regroup, PTSD, or Post Traumatic Strength Development. Our website is currently getting built by Jeremy at Ohana, so we're looking forward to getting that done. Very cool. Um, and real quick, we actually didn't touch on this, but I wanted to, I wish we had earlier, but uh, PTSD, which everybody knows is Post Traumatic Stress Disorder, I think is what it is. I'm so used to saying it the other yeah, way, it, the yeah, other way that's, now. That's my plan. Right. My, and you, you you are working on rebranding it to uh, post-traumatic strength development, which I think that's absolutely, I think that's fantastic. Instead of think, making yeah. a victim out of people, you're teaching them to build themselves uh, up. It starts with changing the way you think. So, right. And um, If you're feeling sorry for yourself, no, you can't play victim card, you'll never come out of that hole. Right. You know, that's and, too easy. And yeah, I, I really, uh, I'm a, from the first time I heard that, one, I thought that was the name of your organization and then i found maybe, out maybe it, it should have been <laughs> uh, i think we were talking about it on one of the old shows of muddied waters and I was like, yeah miles he's got that uh he's got that non-profit i think it's post-traumatic strength development and uh adam freeman was like operation regroup <laughs> yeah that's fine <laughs> he's like oh operation regroup <laughs> um but yeah, I've wanted to get you on the show, I think, since whenever that show was. Yeah, well, I'm, maybe this won't be the last time. Uh, we've got our own show, too, uh, Operation Regroup. Good, uh, good call. Pitch that. We just got started with it, so um, you know we're get, getting getting the kinks worked out and making it happen. And you can find them on iTunes. I think, I don't know what other podcast services yeah, you're on. You'd have to ask Mike. Right. Um, I'm pretty sure all of it's them. It's going to be on iTunes, of yeah, iTunes. It, it is sure. on iTunes. Definitely on iTunes. I know it's on iTunes because I'm subs- mm-hmm. cause I subscribe to it. Yeah. So it's got to be on others as well. But uh, Operation uh, we'll, Regroup. We'll be posting it on our Facebook so we'll be able to access Excellent. it. Excellent. So remember, go out and follow them. 
you probably already like my page, but if you're watching us on YouTube, hit the little bell that I think is going to be right under me, uh, because otherwise you won't get notifications. And uh, yeah, thank you all so much for watching. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you. Man. No, thank yeah, you guys for coming in. I really yeah. do appreciate it. Um, anytime you guys want to come on, you are always welcome. Yeah. If you want to talk about any events, anything. Okay. Um, Great. Yeah. All, my house is always open to you. Yeah. Cool. And you live close, so I mean, yeah. it's real yeah. easy. Like <laughs> right. Um, again, thank you all so much. Please like, please share. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your enemies, tell everybody. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, uh, I forgot what my closing is. That's how the, the cookie crumbles. That's how. <laughs> Peace in the Middle East. <laughs> yeah, no war in Syria. All right. Thank you all so much. Appreciate it. Bye. I am. I am. I am swinging from a seven-story window. Throwing parties in a ten-by-seven cell. It's astounding the legs I'll go. To convince the whole damn world I don't need any. Help. Yeah, I am waving while I drown Don't bother swimming out to save me I will only drag you down I'll try to use your body as a life raft Cause if there's room enough for one There must be room enough for two I'll sail the good ship you into the sunset Sipping on savory water Till my liver turns blue Yeah.